Welcome to the About Mansfield Consumer Advice Series. I'm Steve Casillo. These 10-minute nuggets of information. And today we're talking about building your wealth, your nest egg, your 401k, your retirement, your money. Today we're talking with Philip Washington Jr. He is with Stonehill Wealth Management and he is our weekly guest here on the, uh, the Consumer Advice Series. Today we're talking about asset allocation, what it means and why comfortability is rarely profitable. We'll talk about that. It's Friday morning. It must be time for the About Mansfield Consumer Advice Series. I'm your host, Steve Casillo. Thanks for being here today. We are live on Facebook, or perhaps you're watching the replay on YouTube, or perhaps you're watching the replay on LinkedIn, or perhaps you're listening to it as a podcast. And today we're talking about your wealth, your income, your your nest egg, your retirement. And uh, always with us on Friday mornings, he is the host of Wealth Building Made Simple, is Philip Washington, Jr. Welcome. Thank, thank you for coming. Hey, Steve, I want to I wanna shout out to you. Hey, y'all, listen, I'm, I promise you, the world's getting more competitive, right? Taxi cab drivers laughed at Uber until it puts them, put them out of business. I have not taken a taxi in like a decade. If y'all don't have a podcast or if you're not putting out content on some other podcast, i.e. Mansfield Businesses, uh, you in five years from now, it's gonna like not be comfortable to be in business without having content on the internet. And I know of a studio here locally. Really? Yeah. That. Which way do I point? Yeah. yeah that. This way. That way. Yeah. <laughs> that, that you can come to. And I. Uh, th- this was totally unplanned. Thank uh, you. You're welcome for that. It's now true, this so. is also something that's totally unplanned, unscripted. I've come up with uh, a name for you. What's that? Okay, so you've you've got uh, you're you're a wealth manager. You're uh, so, and but you're also into Muay Thai and training, and, and so Philip Washington Jr., the personal trainer of wealth managers. Oh, I like that. What do you oh, think, man? I like that. I like that a lot. That's there. You that'll, go. That's be great. No charge. Thank you. Appreciate you. It's gonna be a, <laughs> it's gonna be a book. A whole a whole. That's like a whole conference. <laughs> so. Thank you. Appreciate you. <laughs> the personal trainer of wealth managers. Now, uh, first of all, before we get into the topic, which was the topic of your podcast today uh, earlier, asset allocation. Uh, first of all, what's going on with Bitcoin? My my yes. my my, my, pr- bit, my I, Bitcoin's going down. Uh, you, you you could thank me. I prayed a lot for God to bring the price down so I can buy lots more. Yeah, I guess be careful what you what you wish for. I'm, and a lot of Bitcoiners probably prayed that same prayer. Right. Th- th- those who don't fully get Bitcoin are freaking out. Those who get Bitcoin are like, thank you, God, please keep it down for a few more years so I yeah. can accumulate a lot more because the, the, the future is inevitable. It's undefeated. The last time I checked, it was around twenty eight thousand. Okay. And do you think it will ever go down to 20 or 15 or back down to 10? Man, this may sound crazy. I mean. You know, at this point, I'm neutral. I'm comfortable with this price. If it goes to 15 or 20, I'm probably like selling my house, right? And buying <laughs> a bunch of coins at this point because, because you, you have to think about the future in the S. So when they invented cars, right? Yeah. When they invented cars, there was nothing that the horse buggy companies can do to make the horse like look more appealing like 
cars were inevitable. They were a better way to transport. So, so you fast forward to today and you say, okay, Philip, what is Bitcoin competing with? The current monetary system. What's the current monetary system? Um, it's a system run by a small group of people who get to dictate what money is, how much we can pull from our account, uh, how much can be printed, which affects all of our lives, right? And every single day, people are waking up to go and, oh man, this current system is like wreaking havoc over my life. I, I haven't looked back over a 24-month period of time and see people trust government money more. Like, it's been, it's been less and less as long as I've gone back. And so now you have a rules-based monetary system, which can't be controlled by anybody, run by the people. It's like democracy. Yeah. Like, who in democracy would go back? We want a dictator. I mean, you know, like, without being programmed by the media, you know, which is a whole other conversation. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We've already spent the first five minutes talking about uh, something that is totally unrelated to what we uh, had had planned out. It's kind of related, though. It's kind of related. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Asset allocation. First of all, help me out because I'm I'm a novice investor. What what is asset allocation? Yeah. So asset allocation is deciding how much of your money goes into uh, which asset class, right? And define asset class. So great, great question. An asset class. That's why I'm can, the host. An asset class can be probably infinitely divided, uh, but it's basically, you know, an example would be how much of my portfolio do I want in stocks? How much of my portfolio do I want in bonds? How much of my portfolio do I want in single stocks? How much of my portfolio do I want in innovation type stocks, right? New types of companies. Uh, you know, how much do I want in uh, Bitcoin, right? Crypto, uh, real estate, right? And and the 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 deciding factor is volatility, right? So when you're looking at uh, when you're looking at different asset classes, the first thing I look at is volatility, or in non-nerd terms, uncertainty, right? How you know there there are certain asset classes that are proven to be better alternatives than what we currently use, like we just talked about Bitcoin. Um, it's a better monetary system than we currently use. But the future is is uh, uncertain because uh, all the money is in the hands of people who built the old world, but all the people that are part of the new world are like, well, this is better, right? And and so th- so when I, when I say uncertainty, you just have that time period where things get assimilated, like the iPhone, right? When the iPhone came up, it was it was uncertain, but the kids were like, yeah, I'm never using a flip phone. Oh yeah, right. And and the older generation was like. These stupid smartphones, and everybody has a smartphone. Then you have social media. Then you have, you know, you know now you, podcasts. People are like, I'm never going to have a podcast. <laughs> you all are going to have a podcast, right? I was looking back through my Facebook, <laughs> yeah, through uh, through my Facebook memories. I think it was either yesterday or the day before, and I was so excited on this one post. It was probably about ten years ago that I was switching from a BlackBerry <laughs> to an iPhone. Yeah, me too. I had a BlackBerry too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. with with the folk. Uh, mm-hmm. And I thought that black, I thought the BlackBerry was revolutionary relative yeah. to the flip phone. Yeah, but but yeah, so that's you know. All right, you mentioned on your podcast earlier today a quote: "What is comfortable is rarely profitable." Tell what do you what did you mean by that? Yeah, so let, let, let's go out of the investing world and go into the into the real world, right? Okay. I like I like to use analogy of real world. We we've we've all and we all have it at some aspect of our life, right? In the in the aspects of our life where we are flourishing, where we are growing, where there's lots of life, is where we are open-minded, we are malleable, 
we are open to change uh, and we are moving with the flow of life and evolution, right? You know, so, uh, and then we know areas where we're like closed-minded, right? Or we know, or we might even call people closed-minded people, right? People who, you know, you talk to them and you're like, man, you're not open to any new ideas at all. Like you're just stuck in your ways, right? And because they are stuck in their ways, they can't see the truth, right? That's right in front of their face. Like yep. it's not even, it's not even like your truth. It's just, it's something as simple as going back to, I mean, I'm, I'm going to pick on the podcasting. Like I will, I'll sit with somebody and I'll say, I'll tell a business owner that asked me about my business and how it's grown. And I'll say, ah, oh, man, like, like when, when you call somebody who answers the phone on numbers, they don't call. I, I, I sure don't. And I then, don't. And, and I'll say, man, do you answer the doors when people call? No. Do you read those mailers in the mail? Not, yeah. Heck no, I don't read the mailers in the mail. Well, man, like, how do you market? I mean, I send mailers, I make calls, you know, I do. And, <laughs> and I'm like, well, how about you do a podcast? And they'll go, I don't really know how to do that. And what they're basically saying is, I'm not comfortable with the uncertainty, right? I'm not comfortable with volatility. It makes me uncomfortable to move. And I'm like, okay, well, you're going to be stuck because the people that are doing it are making stupid, amazing amounts of money in way less time than what you're doing. It's spending way less money over the long term what you're doing. Right. And so like you're missing truth because you're stuck. Right. And that's that's what the quote is saying. And investing is pe- people want the they want the the best investment uh, and a strategy that helps them get in that investment when it goes up and take them out of the investment when it temporarily goes down and then get back in when it goes back up. I'm like, good effing luck. Right. <laughs> yeah. Finding that <laughs> I've been looking for that my whole life. You know, and so has every other investor out there. So the 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 story, the 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 end result that I'm getting out of this is, don't be afraid to step out of your comfort zone. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, that's that that's that's where growth happens. You like like there's no instance of like if you don't know investing, sit investing down. Think about you talking to your kids or somebody who you know, and and give me an instance where you would tell them. Yeah, you're going to grow by being fearful of the future. Yeah. Or, or by not, I mean, it's non-existent, right? It's a lie we tell ourselves in our own world when we don't want to face something. And that's cool. Like, no judgment. Just understand that there's a law of cause and effect, right? And the cause of not dealing with uncertainty is like you stay where you are or you go backwards. Actually, you go backwards because life, life moves without you. So there is no going back. There's no going, there's no standing still. It's like inflation, right? People will say, I'm just going to put money in cash because at least I'm going to have the cash. I'm like, cool. Just understand inflation is like life. Life does not stand still. It's going to leave you in the dust, right? You leave a hundred grand in the bank. They're not paying you anything, right? In the cost of living <laughs> where they say it's 7% and it's not 7%. Like, right. Who knows what it is, but it's not 7%. <laughs> Ask anybody who rents, pays gas. Oh, yeah. You know. Uh, tries to buy a tries used to buy car. Or, food. I mean, every right? milk. Like, psh- Seven percent, yeah. Uh, you know, like the, your cost of living is going to be significantly more over a decade than you know than a hundred grand if if you put it in if if you know uh, and all you're going to have is a hundred grand if you put it in the bank. So true, yeah. If someone wanted to reach out to Philip Washington Jr., the personal trainer of wealth managers, and find out more information about uh, stepping out of their comfort zone in terms of investing. How do they, how do they reach out to you? You find me at Lifetime Fitness working out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, StoneHillWealthManagement.com. 
StonehillWealthManagement.com. That's it. That's it. Appreciate you, Steve. The podcast is called Wealth Building Made Simple. This is Philip Washington, Jr. Always a pleasure. Let's do it again next week. Thanks for having me. We appreciate you listening to the About Mansfield Consumer Advice Series. By the way, if you own a business and you are interested in being a part of the Consumer Advice Series, if you have the knowledge to give information in 10-minute increments to the consumers, shoot me an email to info at aboutmansfield.com. Again, that is info at aboutmansfield.com. We'll tell you how we can get you all set up. Appreciate it. We do it again next week right here on the podcast.